Hi, this is Jim Brangenberg, the host of the I Work For Him radio show. Thanks for listening to the I Work For Him podcast, where we discuss our workplace as our mission field. The live version of our show can be heard each weekday afternoon at 3 p.m. Eastern on AM 570 and 910 WTBN, locally in the Tampa Bay area, and worldwide on the web at letstalkfaith.com or iHeartRadio. Our website, iWorkForHim.com, has great resources on how you can learn about how your workplace can be your mission field. And also check out the sponsors that bring you the radio show each and every day. And while you're there on I Work For Him, click on the I Work For Him Nation flag and prayerfully consider joining the I Work For Him Nation. Join thousands around the globe praying for their coworkers and employees by name each and every day. That's IWorkForHim.com, IWork, the number four, Him.com. Remember, your workplace is your mission field, and in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Thanks again for listening. I hope this broadcast will make an impact on your life so that you'll never look at your workplace the same again. Let's get to today's show. You've tuned into the fastest one hour in Christian talk radio. You know, Jeremiah 29 11 says, For I know I ha- the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. But so often we don't take time to plan for a future. So often we don't take time to actually really think, hey, what fits into my future? What fits into our kids' future? Hey, before we have kids, should we have a plan? Ladies and gentlemen, I want to make sure today that you understand I'm going to introduce to you one of the jewels of Tampa Bay, a place where you and I and our children can go and be equipped to do just what we talk about every day on I Work For Him, to recognize that their workplace is their mission field regardless of where they go. We're talking today about Trinity College of Florida. We've got Dr. Mark O'Farrell. He's the president of Trinity College of Florida and Dr. Joe Alata. Don't be intimidated by their doctorates. These guys are real guys who have a heart and passion for equipping students to recognize that no matter where they go, their workplace is their mission field. Gentlemen, welcome to I Work For Him. Dr. Mark O'Farrell, thanks for coming back. And Joel Otto, welcome. First time to I Work For Him. Hey, great to be here, man. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. You know, as we talk about Trinity College, and it really is a you know one of those jewels of Tampa Bay, you know, you guys, this, this you both were called to this university. And I want you to share a little bit about that and as the show goes on, because people need to know, hey, who's the president of this college? What's he really like? But Mark, beforehand, I told you to ask you this question because this is a tougher question for people. How has God surprised you? How has the Lord surprised you in 2016? As I reflected on the student body uh, this year, Jim, one of the things that really surprised me, I mean, we're into transformational ministries and we're in for, uh, you know, inspirational involvement and spiritual impact and and uh, godliness and being able to develop skills and aptitudes and things like that. But one of the things that surprised me was the way that the students cared for each other. Without faculty involvement, uh, without the staff, you know, dealing with this or planning, our students who were not in leadership planned special things for those that were in leadership to express their appreciation for what they meant to them. I mean, it was just a wonderful experience where one person is encouraging another and you really sense the unity and the togetherness that we need so much today in our society and culture. And Mark, what do you attribute that student's support for each other? Where do you, what do you attribute that to? 
as I looked at it, I, you know, I met with the faculty, I met with the staff, I met with our campus, uh, you know, chaplain, just exploring that. And one of the things that came back to me is really, again, this whole concept that from our beliefs really come our values. Our values generate our foundational for our character, and our character is foundational for our behavior. So it goes right back to what the Bible says those clear, wonderful, dynamic, life-transforming truths in the Word of God changes the life and fulfills the life, and there's great radiance, joy, peace, and hope, and there's just that power and passion that moves forward in a person's life. You know, Mark, it's, <clears throat> it's unmistakable that you, too, have a passion for these students at Trinity College of Florida. I can't wait to just have you and Joe talk to us all about the college and why people should be getting their kids involved, why they should be getting them involved themselves. You've got night programs, you got day programs. I am totally outclassed in a studio today. These guys got more education than I have years on planet Earth, but they've got a heart and a passion for students to understand not only what they're studying, but to understand the greater picture, to understand that no matter where these students graduate, with whatever degree and wherever they go, that their workplace is their mission field. And that in that mission field, these kids, whatever kids they may be, from 70 down to 18, these kids understand that they may be the only Jesus their coworkers and employees may ever meet. You know, when I work for him, I love highlighting schools. And we have highlighted schools from all over the country that I know really understand what we talk about every day. Talking about connecting what people learn on Sunday to what they're doing in the 9 to 5 Monday through Friday, whatever that may be. Whether you're a stay-at-home mom or the president of your own business, you're an engineer, you're an accountant, a mechanic, whatever. You could even sell used cars. It doesn't matter what you do. Your workplace is your ministry and your mission field. And in that mission field, you may be making the difference in somebody's life that nobody else will get the opportunity to do it. Joe, I asked President O'Farrell the question ahead of time. I know he doesn't want me to call him that during the show, but it's kind of fun. He does have the title, and he deserves it. Joe, how did the Lord surprise you in 2016? Yeah, I think, obviously, this this was a unique year. I think this presidential election there was a lot of surprises to me. We, we have a very diverse student body. I feel like I have diversity in my church as well and just in my life. And this has maybe been the time I've been more engaging with people on their beliefs. And it, it surprised me. I feel like I grew up in a very kind of homogenous, everyone kind of viewed politics the same way. People viewed issues the same way. And the issues that these kids, you know, again, 18, 25 years old is who I mostly work with during the day at least – their beliefs are so widespread, and the things that they focus on politically is, is, has just been unique and kind of refreshing to me, getting me to think about things I haven't thought about before. It was engaged. We talked about it in chapel. We had a whole chapel where we kind of just had a, a discussion, a forum to discuss these things. It was, ex- it was amazingly civil, and it was a, a, an exchange of ideas, and uh, it was just – but it was surprising – the things that I might have in the past said, like, ah, I, I don't. How does a Christian support something like a candidate like that? And then they view all the things that they see a particular candidate do or say, and it's it, it was surprising and it was interesting. So you're saying you could have civil discourse at Trinity College of Florida <laughs> and with people with opposing views, and nobody threw anything, nobody threatened anything, nobody blew up anything, nobody protested in March and blocked traffic. Nobody said, "Hey, let's do a recount because we didn't get." It. Nobody said it. They actually talked back and forth and supported themselves without being nasty. Uh, and yeah, and lunch was pretty normal after that. 
I don't yeah. even think I was thinking like, oh, this start of the oh. conversation is going to keep well, going. No, and no, but the question is, the did you ever go back and look at those students' Facebook pages to see what they were saying? Because I'll tell you what, Facebook was the most vitriolic. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, platform mm. in the country. It was terrible. It was embarrassing. It's was. like, come on, people. Okay, but we're not talking about politics here. We're no. talking about <laughs> students. But that was, <laughs> everybody always tries to bait me. Michael, you're supposed to that's you're supposed to just cut my mic off when, when I start talking about politics. All right, we're talking about Trinity College of Florida, and we're talking about how the Lord surprised you. You're, you're the campus chaplain. You're the director of ministries. You're the t- department chair yep. of ministry. The chair of ministry department. How about that? The chair <laughs> of the ministry department. Well, you're the, you're the department chair of the ministry department. Okay. <laughs> I'll get this down. I got to write it so I can read it. When you interact with students as the campus chaplain, let's focus there because sure. you're, you're their go-to guy. You're the pastor on campus. Yep. Okay. So even though I know almost all of the professors would also act in that same realm, what is the one thing you see students struggling with the most when it comes to, I'm about ready to graduate Ha ha! Oh, you know, I mean, they get they get this this they get stuck. They get nervous. They're worried about what's coming next. Yeah, there, there's no doubt they they are surprised. They they think farther into the future uh, than maybe we think at times. They really what has been interesting because the paradigm has kind of shifted. That used to be you graduate from college and you get right into this you know big serious career, you know making serious money. They've almost like accepted the fact that it doesn't always look exactly like that, but they have these bigger dreams and it's actually serving them really well. They might uh, work in a capacity that's maybe not directly in their field at times, but it's because they know where they want to go and they want to serve in a particular field or work in a particular thing, and they're going to do whatever it takes to get there. They are very dream-oriented. They're very vision-oriented, and uh, and it does... Uh, it, it scares them when they don't have as clear a vision as someone else. That's what I get a lot in my office. It's just like, what... What is God calling me to do? What is God calling me to be? And, you know, I'm kind of saying, like, you don't have to have that all figured out yet. And uh, and when you see it hit, oh, that that's the fun part. And it, it's hitting them earlier and earlier. It, I, I see people that are sophomores and juniors. I have freshmen walking in the door telling me they want to go to, uh, they want to go to this country or that country and want to set up a sports ministry. It's cool. We're talking today with President Mark O'Farrell from Trinity College of Florida and Dr. Joe Alata. He's the campus chaplain. Joe's a campus chaplain, and he's also the ministry, let's see, the chair of the ministry department. I'm going to get it right this time. And we're talking about Trinity College of Florida, one of the gems, one of the jewels of Tampa Bay that you can go to whether you live here in Tampa Bay or anywhere in the world because they've got an online learning program. They've got an on-campus learning program. But gentlemen, just to lay the facts, because people love to know, hey, what's a real story? What's God really doing in the president of Trinity College of Florida's life? How did the Lord draw you in, Mark, to Trinity College of Florida? I've always been interested in education and really capturing uh, the passion of knowing him and making him known. Christian education. And so part of my life has been involved with uh, seminaries been involved with other colleges. And when I was a district superintendent based out of Orlando, I had a connection with Trinity College of Florida. And because of that, I got involved with the students. I got involved with people. And and eventually, it became a part of my own spirit when, when I was tenuring out that they were in the process of looking for a president. And it's a long process, but 
bottom line, I ended up in Trinity College of Florida. You know, with a heart and a passion for students, and you look at, you know, you've got a few years under your belt uh, in education. Things are different today because students today, your students in seminary and in Christian college 40 years ago weren't questioning anything. They were just going ahead and list whatever they learn, they take it, they go. Today, students are questioning everything because they have seen the shallowness in religion. They've seen the shallowness in what a lot of traditional in-the-box church provides, yet they know that there's depth in God. They know that there's depth in relationship. They know that there's depth. They're just hungry for it. How, when when you came to Trinity College, how many years ago was that? Is it was, uh, officially we came in two thousand and five. I was I was thinking it was twelve years, so it's eleven years yeah. right now. You're in your is this your twelfth student year? Uh, I put him on the spot. He's lose track of time, <laughs> but he's having a good time though. While he's losing oh, track of yeah. time. How have you noticed this? I mean, how do you, how have you noticed the students asking a lot of questions, and how have you noticed that improving what you do because you're hearing what they're thinking? Right. One of the things that I tried to do this semester, and I had an opportunity to speak uh, in a in a chapel once a month. Usually, it's the presidential chapel. I was talking about vision. How does God give you a vision for your life? Uh, how do you know what you need to be doing? And the three things I've been stressing that happens at Trinity College of Florida is one, an accurate understanding of God. Number two, a truthful view of themselves, how they are hardwired relationally, functionally, you know, how do they do things? And then number three, a realistic view of circumstances. You know, students today want the truth. And there's so many smog and fog and all kinds of, of secondary That's agendas. Sure. And we've got to we've got to get away from that and we've got to pursue God, self, and circumstances and get the right beat on that. I, I want to make sure I got those words because you, you were very key with an accurate understanding of God, a true view of um, selves, so. and a realistic view of circumstances. Correct. So you got accurate, true, and realistic. Three things that mm, the global media and almost everybody in the world, except for you know a couple of billion of Christians, would go. That's not, that's not possible to no. get accurate and true and realistic. <laughs> right. So you're really fighting the grain. I mean, mm -hmm. th but I think one of the most. I mean, it's so. I don't know that you can ever. I don't know, Mark. You're slightly older than me, but not much. Do you feel like you have an accurate view of God? I'm moving in that direction. <laughs> okay, <laughs> moving right. in that direction. Regina said that have those students have an accurate view of God. I'm thinking, okay, after 37 years being a Christ follower, I learn new things every day. I know I still have a skewed but what's, view what's of God. What's happening, Jim, is there's some there's there's a false theology out there where people don't understand really who God is. And the only way they're going to really understand that is to continue to get into the word of God and find out what does the Word of God talk about God himself. And so you're teaching that. What I loved also is that you guys are also talking about this true view of selves, because so Correct. many kids, so many kids from 75 down are still struggling with that the lies that they were told as kids. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. I, I mean, I deal with friends all the time that are older than I am, I'm 50, that are struggling with what happened to them in childhood. And that they never got an accurate view of themselves, a true view of themselves, in, especially a true view of themselves in light of Christ, right. to be able to move forward. They had to move past their past. And, and so if you're really helping kids understand that, Joe, that's pretty powerful. 
But how do you how do you get help kids get a true view of themselves? Well, and that it really it intersects so much when you start saying how you were raised, how you view your father becomes how you project how you view God. So their misunderstanding of God is helping them misunderstand themselves. Their misunderstanding of themselves is causing them to misunderstand God. And so when we we want to start with God, we want to start with who He is, what it mean, what love means when the Bible says that God is love, and they can begin to say, I am loved by God, and they can begin to structurally understand what it means to be in the image of God and me to be an image bearer. And uh, so their their understanding of God and their understanding of self are, are inextricably linked, you know? We're talking today with Dr. Mark O'Farrell, president of Trinity College of Florida, and also Dr. Joe Alata. He's the campus chaplain and the chair of the ministry department there at Trinity College of Florida. You can find out more about Trinity College of Florida online at trinitycollege.edu. That's trinitycollege.edu. And I brought these guys on here today because I really feel like we need to know the quality Christ-following, Christ-centered organizations out there that are educating our students and are prepared to help you and your students be equipped to bring your faith no matter where you go. Uh, let's talk a little bit about that. Well, no, Joe, we didn't ask you. So how did the Lord draw you into Trinity College? Yeah, so the uh, Lord really called me into ministry when I was about 16 years old. I was actually up at uh, Word of Life camp as a, as a the camper. The one in Hudson? Or the yeah, one, one okay. in Hudson, one in Hudson. And uh, God just really got a hold of my life saying, what are you doing? And are you all in? Are you all out? And I was, God, I'm all in. I was broken. And I began to look for a school to do pastoral ministry and looked all over the place. I visited Trinity and... It was just the right fit. You either walk on campus and you're like, this is my home, or it's not your fit. And it was my fit right when I walked on campus. Uh, Didn't look back. I love that. Uh, President O'Farrell came uh, as the president when I was uh, a junior uh, there in college. And then he hired me, hired me back just a few years ago. Uh, Despite so all a, those hours in his office when yeah. you were on campus. <laughs> so I, I never want, you know, I didn't just didn't want to leave Trinity. I kept figuring out a way to come back. I've coached basketball there. Now back as a, a professor. Uh, it, it, it's a blast. I have so much fun uh, with what God, the opportunity God has given me. Mark, what I love best is the history behind Trinity College. You guys, I mean, again, as this, this jewel of Tampa Bay, but there's some significant history, Trinity College. You know, and again, people want to find out more, go online, trinitycollege.edu. I would if you're looking for a place to send your students that where they can get a great education and come away understanding that their workplaces are mission field, this is a place you need to check out. Trinitycollege.edu. Mark, talk to me about some of this history. Yeah, it started um with an an individual who was trained um at Toccoa Falls and Nyack College, a a gentleman by the name of W.T. Watson. And in 1932, he was traveling with uh, another individual and saw a resort hotel totally empty, vacated. And he said, boy, that would be a great Bible institute, because back in those days, they talked that way, institute. Make a long story short, it was owned by an individual up in New York, found out that the person really engaged with that vision that Dr. Watson had, gave him the facility, no down payment, no interest, first payment, 10 years from that point. So that's how it all began, and it moved wow, forward. Wow, what a step and, of faith that was. Oh, it was amazing. And so next year, will we be 85 years old? 
a lot of rejoicing going on, uh, just uh, all the g- great things that have happened. And as you probably know, Billy Graham graduated from that college in 1940. So he was a part of that whole process and then eventually went on to Wheaton for one year because he wanted to study anthropology and get an understanding of how do you communicate the gospel into a different culture. And we still keep up with the Graham family, and, and we've had them down speaking at different occasions and ministry. But not just Billy Graham. There's been other hosts of people. We had an individual uh, that actually uh, graduated and uh, went on to Harvard and became a key chaplain. Colonel Massey became a key chaplain in the Pentagon and just passed away maybe five or six years ago and was on the board even when I uh, came on at Trinity College. So there's just a lot of influence everywhere. And when you jump to my generation, uh, just a few years ago, back in 2010, uh, KB, the the international hip-hop star, just won the second Dove Award. He's part of Winter Jam. When that comes around town, I mean, KB is as big as it gets right now in Christian hip-hop, intercultural studies major at Trinity College, wanting to go back. We just had a meeting with him a little while ago. He is talking about, I want to get back into the urban community. How do we communicate the kind of truths that we get at Trinity to a different environment, to that urban community that maybe doesn't have as many opportunities to go to college and as many opportunities. He is bridging that gap. Really exciting stuff on the horizon. So KB is a hip-hop star. Yeah. That has won Dove Awards. Your kids will know who he is. My kids will know who he is. What are you saying, Joe? I don't like the tone of your voice. Well, let's send him to the dean's office. Okay, all right. Okay. Oh, wait a minute. You're, you, the dean's not here today. Okay. All right. So, let, so what kind of influence? When you look at the 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 legend that is Billy Graham, even though he's still alive, how what kind of an impact did Trinity College have on Billy Graham, Mark? And what kind of impact did Billy Graham have on Trinity College? Well, he he feels and he still believes this that that's where he uh, felt called to preach. In fact, his fifth grade teacher made a statement. Uh, basically, he was very shy and wouldn't say anything. And he would she would always call him William Franklin. But anyway, through the process of time, he uh, just became a different person. A lot of things could be said about that. But the point was, then she felt that God was just putting all kinds of words into him. He began preaching to trees and so forth. But he he had this concept, and it developed at Trinity. He realized that God would always promise focus attention to him, and God always promised faithful affection for him. And that grabbed him. He felt his call to preach, love the Word of God, and the rest of the story And is millions there. of people know yeah. Jesus Christ, yeah. and millions more. Because of Billy Graham and Trinity College. You can find them online at trinitycollege.edu. Our show today is focusing on Trinity College of Florida. We've got the president of the college, Mark O'Farrell. He's in studio with us today, along with Joe Alotta. He's the campus chaplain and as well the chair of the ministry department. Gentlemen, as we look at the impact on the students, and Mark, how what's the range of students' age? What do you got? Oh, they will go probably all the way from, uh, we've got some um, dual enrollment students that are young. Yeah. And all the way up into the 80s. No way. Sure. Man, if I'm in my 80s, the last thing I want to do is go get a college degree. Oh, yeah. That's study, (laughs) man. Keeping fresh. Keeping fresh. fresh. Sometimes they're working on their second or third one. (laughs) That's pretty cool. So, Joe, how do you. You're the campus chaplain. You got 16 year olds, you got people in their 80s. How do you bring it all together and make it make sense to everybody? Because that's that's of all five generations that are living and working together, and they all have a different view. 
of life. They all have experience. I mean, from traditionalists down to baby boomers, down to Generation Xers, down to the millennials, down to the 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 unknown named group right now that there's everybody's debating what it's all about. Well, I mean, how do you how do you make Jesus relevant and the and the school workplace relevant to them uh, at the same time? That's what's beautiful about Jesus. He transcends. Uh, all those things. Uh, when I, after I left Trinity and when I went continued on my education, I took more counseling courses because I realized the amount of counseling I do as a pastor, as sure. a campus pastor. I was a chaplain uh, in a healthcare facility for several years, and I was doing so much counseling and just taking it a piece at a time. When you come and talk to me, what is going on in your life? What is happening with you? What can I do to help you? And just being able to continue to point them to Christ. Uh, is what I try to do in every circumstance where Christ is clear and explicit. Great. Those are the easy ones. Those are the quicker ones. It's where there's so many things we deal with today that are just like, wow, yeah, what do you do? And we're trying to stand on principles. And that's so much of what we want to teach is principles and uh, ideals so that we can just have a direction to head in life. But Joe, how do you, I mean, if you got biblical principles, they're unchanging. They've been around for, you know, going on 3,500 years written. How do you help these students, whether they're 16, 25, or 80-something, how do you teach these students to take what they're learning at Trinity College of Florida and bring it with them no matter where they go? Because you guys have degrees in all different fashions. Mark, why don't you hit that and enjoy I'll let you ask that question. Mark, you've got degrees that are, they've got Bible degrees, but you've got degrees in lots of other things as well, not just Bible. Oh, of course. Uh, elementary education, psychology, management, leadership. Uh, there's all types of... Uh, Emphasis on athletic activities that you can be in athletic management type of things. There's, it, it's a it's a really a wonderful opportunity to explore a certain person's desire and passion. And then what happens is once they're ignited in a unique way with who they are, as we've talked about who they are, who God is, and what are the circumstances out there, they have a passion to move forward and to see how the Lord will do, uh, uh, lead them. In fact, we have one student now who's a freshman who's developed her own website, and she's involved in business already. And she's still part of Trinity College of Florida, taking her education. It's just It's catching. It just catches and causes a person to move forward. Well, and Joe, when you connect the dots for people that their workplace is their mission field, and it doesn't matter what degree they're getting at Trinity College of Florida, they're getting a degree, which is important, just that the whole effort of completion. You know, I have a computer science degree. <laughs> I learned how to program in a language that's been dead for 30 years now. and But that's okay. But I learned a lot of great skills in college that necess weren't necessarily... I wish I'd had a campus pastor like you that said, Jim, what are you doing programming? You should be a sales guy because that's what I spent my life doing. You look at... You're, you're bridging the gap between all of the... I forget the question I told you I was going to come back to you and ask. you remember the question I was going to ask you? Yeah, I have no idea, okay, but I can okay. answer it anyway. All right. <laughs> when you look at the impact, I'll just I'll make up one then. When you, you do, you remember what it was, Mark? No, we're having a good time, Michael. You're listening <laughs> yeah. to the show. Okay. So the question I was going to come back to you because I interrupted myself, and Martha's laughing right now. I'll go, Jim. You keep interrupting yourself. You've got all these students. You're trying to make not only their education applicable. You're trying to make Jesus help them understand. Well, what did you say? A clear, you know, an accurate understanding of God, a true view of selves, and a realistic view a true view of selves, and a realistic view of their circumstances. When the circumstances range from a 16-year-old doing dual enrollment to an 80-year-old getting their third college degree because they just want to learn more about whatever they're learning, how, as the campus chaplain, do you feed into them Jesus? Yeah, um, 
what's great is that there's no doubt at Trinity we take a ton of Bible courses. They are they are getting bombarded with it, and what then we get to do as part of chapel and as part of that interaction, that just human interaction we have, is where how are we communicating this to other people? And that's what's great. Wherever they're working at, whatever they're doing, if they're in a church or if they're at Starbucks, they're dealing with hurting people. All right, they're dealing with people mm. that need the gospel. And they, they now have all this information that they can share. And you see some students take the more apologetics route. You'll see a student take more of a route of just sharing their testimony. You'll see students take a more kind of humanitarian, let me, let me help on you, love on you kind of angle. And their, their personality begins to show out. But when they begin to actually live this out in their life, I think that's the change we're seeing at Trinity, why we're seeing this explosion this year. It just seems unique this year of the, the amount of just ministry these students are engaging in with one another. It, it's, they're starting to do it in their communities and their churches and their homes, and, and it's just exploding everywhere. Oh, and that sounds to me like it's a complete movement of the Holy Spirit. Oh, as, as you look at the unity that you guys have talked about, uh, you, you, you just, you've got to attribute it to just the amazing work of God in people's hearts. Hey, I'd like to thank Alan for calling in to win the book today. Alan, I want to thank you for listening to I Work For Him. Keep tuning in. Make sure you tell your friends. I appreciate it. We'll get this book out to you next week. You know, Mark, Joe mentioned change. And as we talk with, with about Trinity College of Florida today, trinitycollege.edu, talk about how you guys are adjusting to change in the culture. Because the culture from when you and I were in college, and even when Joe was in college 17 years ago, or whatever it was, 16 years ago, life has changed a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, you talk about rapid change. Really, since 9-11, the change in our culture has been dramatic mm-hmm. and drastic, but it's been drastic for 50 years. How is Trinity College adjusting? How is Trinity College changing to address those things and to better equip the kids that get that are getting out of there? One of the things I think that's happening in chapel, uh, relational, uh, with the students, whether they're, they're inside uh, or outside the classroom, um, wherever we are, we're trying to make sure that there's a great atmosphere of discovery, letting them really understand this great treasure hunt that goes on. And the treasure hunt is the pursuit of truth and excellence. And as they discover this, what happens, they begin to uh, discuss. It begins to develop. And then once they discuss, there's all kinds of things that they'll develop, like scenarios, discernment, how should I do this, what should I do that? And then eventually they make a call. And so what happens, the decisions they make, it's coming really from their own pursuit of knowledge and truth, which gives them that relational fire in their soul. And it's something that, uh, it's just amazing. It goes beyond the classroom. You see it taking place wherever they are. It's 24-7. And they just become a unique individual, and they find themselves greatly fulfilled. And so the pursuit of this is is happening. So we create this idea of treasure hunt, discovery, peeling back things. What is there that they've never seen before? And when they see that, lights go on, all kinds of activities take place. Well, they all understand peeling back the onion because everybody watched Shrek. So they they, they all get Go ahead. And that's what we're trying to do from a a programmatic sense. Mm -hmm. What us as professors and uh, the dean of academics, as we talk about, we are not just saying, here's what we're preparing you for, fit into our mold. We are going 
right. almost to an extreme of individualized education. Yeah, it might be in a big classroom, but we're flipping the classroom here. You read this, study this material, come to class ready to discuss. It almost makes them a teacher because they're having to read and come be prepared for class. Now they're talking about this stuff. Their projects were very open-ended in how we develop large projects and saying, no, what do you want to work on? What is God calling you to do? Let's let's vision cast that. So when we get students, instead of saying, come be like me, I'm saying, I want to make you a better you of what God has intended for you. And, and that, it's fun. That's And that, we it are is. smaller. And mm-hmm. being smaller gives us an advantage to be able to sit down with every person in my department is easy. I could sit down each one of them and be able to say, no, what is, if you got a better vision for what God has for you, let's develop a project for that. And, and what you said is so true. Uh, little is much when God's in it, and much is little if God's not in it. So if God is in that, it is explosive, no matter what the size is. And that's what Jesus talked about, the mustard seed, the explosion of the kingdom, its values, its power, its influence. It's incredible. When, Joe, you said small. How small is Trinity College of Florida? So when you take uh, our both our day and evening programs, we're about 200 students. So we have about 100 in the day program and about 100 in the degree completion or adult degree completion program that exists online and, uh, uh, and in the classroom one night a week. Now, Mark, off the air before the show, you were saying, okay, but we got plans to grow. And you're going to do some things in order to attract some more students. Correct. I mean, first of all, finding a college with a couple hundred students... That's an amazing thing. First of all, a college that's got a couple hundred students that has viability to go into the future because a lot of those small colleges are disappearing across the landscape. But you've got plans to grow. Talk to me about some of those plans. Correct. Uh, in fact, this Friday, uh, we are going to be breaking ground for our new uh, three-story dormitory. We have a lot of students that are off campus that are resident students, but everybody wants to be on campus. We have one dormitory and a library building, you know, and then a big administration building. And so we have about 40 acres there. We're very close to another development that's taking place of 360 acres, which the students will be able to just walk right across into three pods that are business-oriented. All great opportunities for work, very unique, special uh, things there in the uh, Trinity area. So there's just a lot of intensity going on. Plus, the highway in front of the college, if you're up in that area, is uh, repaved. It's going to be cut all the way through into 54. So wow. you'll be able to really, it's really going to be something in the next five to 10 years as the Lord tarries. So which came first, the name Trinity, the town, or the name Trinity, the college? Well, the college came first, and that was uh, done in 1947, and from that developed the Trinity, Florida. A lot of folks think, well, the college is just named after the, you know, the city. Though the city's been really named after college. I was thinking the college was named after the Trinity. You know, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. <laughs> so, yeah, silly me. But I mean, because there's a lot of Trinities across the country, but Correct. Trinity College of Florida has its own unique advantages that a lot of colleges don't have. It's incredible because right next door we have the YMCA and all of our students get that pass in there and they've got a swimming pool, they've got basketball, they've got all kinds of sports activities and it's a part of their program. That's why we have more resident students that want to be on campus and join us. And Joe, you had fun in the sports when you were at Trinity College of Florida back as a student. Yes, yeah, so we were we were like right on the cutting edge. We were still when I started, we were still just doing like men's league basketball and men's league soccer to now 
having an actual basketball program and soccer program and volleyball program and women's basketball getting started last year. So uh, it's been exciting to just see that development. And it's a huge, it's not just some little side part of our school. We, we figure over half of our students are involved in sports in some way, shape, or form. So it is, it is a huge draw. It's a huge interest. And it's exciting. It's bringing in some newer type students for us to minister to. And it's exciting. It's getting us into more more arenas around the world. One of the things that happened uh, a, a couple years ago, ABC, uh, CBS, I believe NBC were there. Uh, they did a lot of study on Trinity College, which some of that will be revealed in the days to come because it's a unique organization. And when that takes place, there'll be a lot of that DNA that people don't realize that was there that is going to be explosive in the next five years. And you think they're going to give a present an accurate view of Trinity College? I think it'll be very interesting for folks to see. I think it'll be interesting for you. It might be interesting for you to see. Let's hope. And what God can, there are lots of people representing Jesus Christ in the media. Just understand that. They just, the ones that don't seem to get more billing, but there are lots of really cool people underground at NBC, CBS, and ABC. You've been listening to I Work For Him as we talk with Dr. Mark O'Farrell and Joe Alata, Dr. Joe Alata from Trinity College of Florida. As we talk about why should your student come to Trinity College. What's going on there that sets them apart? Well, you already heard a couple of staggering things. A couple hundred students at this college. How many, I mean, you go to some of these uh, public campuses and they've got a couple hundred students in one class. They can get the attention that you want. They're located right here in Trinity, Florida. And and in shows, we've got a couple of shows lined up for the end of December where we're going to bring some of their students on. Joe, you've got a couple of programs going on. you got day programs, you got night programs. Talk to me about those programs. Sure, sure. So during uh, our, our day program, our kind of traditional program, we do Tuesday to Friday. Monday's off. That is the the dream. I wish we had that when I was a student there. Yeah. All right, so we do Tuesday to Friday, and that's you know kind of that standard. You take four or five classes at a time, getting a wide variety of things you're studying. But we also have a uh, what we call our Quest program. That is our adult degree completion. So on Monday nights, we meet at our Trinity campus. We also have that online. And the more recent thing, the last few years, we have a, a Tampa campus. So we're able to grab people from Lakeland and even farther. Uh, even people come up from Sarasota. It's right there at I-4, I-75, MLK area. So it's more like Brandon. I mean, it's Tampa. I mean, you're yeah, we talking are du- way eastern Tampa. We found so many people. Like, if you're going to get to class by 6 o'clock, if you live in Brandon, you're not making it with traffic no. to, to Newport Ritchie area. It's just not happening. And you don't want to either because it's horrible. <laughs> you do not want to. Now, but you said you got online stuff, Absolutely. so people listening around the country can get involved the Trinity College of Florida as well. And so, yeah, so they have, we have a ministry degree, a Christian ministry degree online, we have our uh, business and leadership online, and our Christian counseling online. Uh, so really incredible stuff. Again, whether you have a few classes under your belt looking to complete or you're looking to start, absolutely. Uh, great, great online opportunities at Trinity. TrinityCollege.edu. Dr. Marco Farrell, you said something off the air that we have to talk about. You, you said you're just staggeringly aware of the Holy Spirit's move on your campus because of the relational vitality. <laughs> That's like a lot of syllables, and it means so much. What do you mean by relational vitality on your campus right now? Well, there's a there, there's an acceptance of who you are. There's an acceptance of who the other person is. 
And then there's a deep desire to kind of get to know each other and what makes each other function and how that person can help another. It's kind of like what Jesus said, love your neighbor. You know, the whole concept of understanding your neighbor is taking place. And so there's that dynamic, what I call relational vitality, a care, a concern. It's stepping aside of your thing. What can I do to help my my brother or my sister out? How can I facilitate? How can I encourage? How can I bless them? How can I be of help to them? And that is something that God works in you. And when that takes place, God works in you. You have the opportunity of giving. And the secret of living is giving. It's not getting, it's giving. And we get the idea we got to get, get, get. No, it's giving. Giving it shall be given unto you with the same measure that you give. Jesus said it'll be measured back to you. You said something else that was staggering off there. I want to make sure I bring this out. How many denominations are represented at your church? Or at your church. How about at Trinity College? Yeah, at, at Trinity College, about 40, 40 different. But that's a staggering number. When you look at... A lot of colleges are aimed at one denomination or another Correct. denomination. I mean, you're a melting pot. Yeah, and it's a wonderful thing. It's it's really a picture of what the kingdom of God is all about. And when you look at that, you begin to see that, okay, these are biblical truths that transcend all denominational uh, issues. What does the really the Bible teach? And that's why the foundation, it's the bedrock of all of our skills, understanding of our aptitude, and also the pursuit of knowledge. You said you'd buy everybody lunch that shows up for the groundbreaking on Friday. It would be absolutely Talk wonderful. Talk to me about that really Yeah, quick. December the 2nd, which That's is just this Friday, Friday. This Friday. At 1045, we're going to be meeting in the chapel. There's going to be a lot of dignitaries there, community people, uh, council members, uh, different individuals, pastors, certainly the students. But it's a complimentary lunch. We're going to have the groundbreaking. You'll see the facility. You'll see how everything's designed, what's going to be coming up next. And we'd love to have you come and join us. Be great. Love to have you. Trinity College of Florida. Find them online at trinitycollege.edu, trinitycollege.edu. Dr. Joe Alata, Dr. Mark O'Farrell, thanks for being an I work for him today. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. It's a lot of fun. You know, as we come to the end of another show, just a challenge. Would you go out to I Work For Him on Facebook and like our page? We'd love to have you following us. We have lots of things get posted out there all the time about what's going on in the ministry here on the air and on the street. Go out there and like us on Facebook. Also, go out to our website, iworkforhim.com. That's iwork4him.com. And... When you get out to the website, a flag's going to pop out. It says, join the I Work For Him Nation. Click on the flag and read what we're looking for. But we're looking to challenge every Christ follower on this globe to join the nation, to start praying for their coworkers and employees by name each and every day. Look for ways to serve the people they work with. Look for ways to befriend the people they work with. Look for ways to pray with the people that they work with. But all along being a person of excellence. You see, the enemy takes this battle for the souls of our coworkers and employees very, very seriously. And we need to do that as well. We're going to fight back with prayer. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim Brangenberg. I'm a Christ follower. My workplace, it's my mission field. But ultimately, I work for him.